Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, here's Jim Hackett. What you're going through is very painful. I know that. You get stabbed in the ribs. That's painful. I don't feel nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that's the immortal Tony Soprano right there, and I don't feel nothing either after Xander Bogarts signed with the San Diego Padres for 11 years, $280 million after what was uh, starting out to be a pretty good day for the Red Sox and High and Bloom uh, when they had earlier in the day signed Kenley uh, Jansen, a closer. Yeah, not a huge fan, but he's, he's okay, a little older than I'd like. And then they went and uh, got a Japanese player, uh, Masataka Yoshida, who comes you know pretty... Highly regarded. Macho man. Macho man, yeah. Macho but, uh, man. yeah, the videos look pretty good. You know, Japanese player. But this is Jim Hackett, by the way, late night Friday night on the WEI Sports Radio Network. But, boy, you know, you go to bed and you, and you wake up in the 5 a.m. hour and not so good. You lost really the heart and soul of your team with Xander Bogarts. And the repercussions on this one, uh, I got Coop in the booth sitting, sitting beside me, are going to be felt for a really long time. You think it hurts now. You think it's painful now. What is going to happen with the Boston Red Sox? The Boston Red Sox have been doing this for basically my entire life. Now, I appreciate the four World Series, appreciate the four and 16 years from 04 through 18, love the 2021 season. But flashback, flashback to about 14 months ago, 14, 15 months ago, and how you felt in October of 2021 how great it felt at Fenway Park. I was at the game with the walk-off with Christian Vasquez. Unbelievable. They smoked the Yankees in the wild-card game. They take down the Tampa Bay Rays in an upset at Fenway Park. Awesome. They go down you know, to the Astros, but you were feeling good at that point, right? You were feeling good. And has there been anything to feel good about since that time with the Boston Red Sox? I would say to you, no. And we hit the lowest point so far. Wait till Raphael Devers leaves town. The lowest point so far happened on Thursday with Xander Bogarts. And what I'm so frustrated about, and I, you know, I go on social media, I go on Twitter. You can find me at, uh, at WEI Hacksaw if you're so inclined. I usually follow, follow you back. But what really bothers me is people who look at just part of the story. If you're asking me tonight, and you, you can, you can call 617-779-7937. If you're asking me tonight, would I have signed Xander Bogarts for 11 years and $280 million? The answer is absolutely not. But that's not the question. The question is, 
how did you get to this point? How did you get to the point where you're waiting for him, boxing yourself in a corner to lose in free agency? And that's exactly what the Red Sox did, and it's something they've been doing for a really long time. Now, I'm no fan of Hyam Bloom in the role of general manager for the Boston Red Sox. I think he's a smart guy. I think he'd be a great director of scouting or a GM in a smaller market like the one he came from in Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, a place like that. The precedent that's been set in this market with the Red Sox is one that you must contend or at least have a plan, a path to contention or whatever it takes mentality. That's the precedent that's been set. That's the expectation that needs to be met. And Heim Bloom took over this team as the head of all the personnel. Everything's going to flow through him and his staff of scouts and assistants and whomever else it might be. And what he took over in 2019 was a team that was one year removed from being the, the, most, the winningest team in Major League history, a 108-win team and World Series champions. And the core of that team was still all what you right going, there. What you going? Yeah, it is. What I'm going through is pain there, Coop. It is. Thank you, Dr. Melfi. But he had a championship core. Essentially, he took over a team that was a fully painted Rembrandt. It was all right there. One year removed from winning 108 regular season games and winning a World Series championship. And they had it from start to finish. And the whole core was there. You had Bogarts, Christian Vasquez, Devers, Brock Holt, Mitch Moreland, Eduardo Nunez, Andrew Benintendi, Mookie Betts, Jackie Bradley Jr., J.D. Martinez, Steve Pierce. They were all there. The only one who remains is Raphael Devers. And you have that great Chris Sale contract. Yeah. yeah. Look, at that's why Dombrowski got fired. He, 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 and I'll never forget Alex Cora um, being on, at the time, it was OMF, Orbway, Maloney, and Fourier. And him, Alex Cora saying, I want to extend the feelings in, in the offseason of 18. I want to extend those into 19. And the Red Sox probably took it a little too far, extending Chris Sale, Avaldi. Avaldi's worked out. You better hope you can keep Avaldi because well, that's a whole different story with the pitching staff and what they don't have set up for 2023. But, I mean, the whole way that they went about this offseason, and I'm, I'm dating this back a couple years ago, is just an ab, abject failure. It's a disaster. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this to all you guys out in the listening audience right now. After that 2018 season, that World Series winning season, Hadn't you seen enough from Xander Bogarts to give him a long-term contract at that point? Why wait? I know they did a moderate extension, but that was the time. That was the time. What I don't understand is there was a playbook for general managers in Major League Baseball written in the 90s by a guy named John Hart. Do you remember John Hart? John Hart was the general manager of the 1990s. He's the guy who created that wagon. And he had a very simple plan to turn that franchise around. The plan basically focused on developing young players and then signing them to long-term contracts, wait for it, before they became eligible for arbitration and before they became eligible for a free agency. Wow, what a novel concept. And think of the talent that that team in the 90s for the Indians had. You had Sandy Alomar. You had Jim Tomey. Carlos Barriga. Go right around the infield. You had Omar Vizquel at short. 
the outfield. You had Kenny Lofton. You had Manny. Albert Bell. Pitching staff. You had Charles Nagy. And he signed them all. And this is where people get tripped up. Baseball players' primes aren't in their young 20s. A baseball player starts to hit his prime at about 28 years old. If you look at statistically of all the ball players that have ever played, even just the great ones, the good ones, the productive hitters, especially the hitters, your prime in Major League Baseball is 28 to 32 years old, historically. Now, think about the steroid era and then post-steroid era when power became a really big part of the game. You can probably stretch that to 27 to 33 But essentially, you enter your prime at 28 years old. Now, after the 2018 season with Xander Bogarts, after a 108-win season, his second World Series championship, he got one as a really young rookie when he came up in 13 out of desperation, out of need. And he helped that team. He helped that team. So fast forward five years and then rewind from today four years. Xander Bogarts would have been 25 years old. If you took that 1990s Cleveland Indians, John Hart mentality and signed him even to an absurd 10-year contract, which would have been thought of at the time as an absurdly long contract of 10 years, you'd have him signed. You'd probably have him signed at a, at a, a lower average annual value, probably $20 million, not $25. So let's call, it, let's call it 10 years, $200 million if you did that after the 2018 season. You'd have him signed through his 35th year. You would have gotten all of his prime years. You would have paid a little bit extra. He's a healthy guy. He's a healthy guy. He's had some wrist trouble, but nothing you can't get over, nothing that can't heal. And you would have been set. Set. I was ready to sign Bogarts to a long-term deal probably before that, maybe after the 16 or 17 season. I'd seen enough. Same with Betts. Same with Bradley, if you asked me back then. But, you know, that probably would have been a mistake. Different, because he's a light hitter, but had a role, and he wouldn't have cost you that much. But the reality is that Hyam Bloom came to the Boston Red Sox at the bidding of John Henry, who had just shelled out a whole ton of money to win that World Series through Dave Dombrowski. But guess what? You won the World Series. You won your fourth World Series in 16 years. You won 108 games in the regular season. You were a wagon. You were a wagon. And you had a young core. Just think about those. Just think about the Bs. Betts, Bogarts, Benintendi, and Bradley. Just think about those guys. Adding J.D. Martinez, Christian Vasquez. What a core. What a core to build off of. And the only one who remains is the guy who, if you had handled everything right, was going to cost you the most, Raphael Devers. Now, that's a guy you saw enough from him when he was 23 years old with the power that guy's displayed in a league now that is starving for power. It's, it's not, it, you don't have the power hitters that you had even just like five, six years ago. So now you've put yourself in an even worse position. And I heard the clips, and you probably heard them earlier in the week too on WEI, clips that people who were at the winter meeting said that like Bloom had a look of shock and surprise in his face, that, that Bogarts had signed with the San Diego Padres. Look, you've heard this before. I'm not breaking news here, but it takes exactly one, one suitor to throw a turd in the, in the punch bowl. How can you not expect one team that's close to not go for Xander Bogarts? One. That's one question I have for you, Ian Bloom. How can this be a surprise? But more importantly, 
how can this not be a surprise when you put yourself in the corner and you're trying to punch your way out? You had all last season, all last season. You had the entire offseason last year. Before that, you could have done it the year before that. And I'm saying if you took the John Hart approach from the 90s Indians, you probably should have signed him to a 10-year deal back in 2017 or at the close of the 18 season when everyone's emotions were high, when everyone was excited to come back. You had him, and you probably could have had him at a discount. What more did you need to see from Xander Bogarts? Mookie Betts is a different story. Mookie, I think we all know, had his eyes set on free agency, and that happens sometimes. I mean, he's a great player. He was great the minute he arrived. He, he, he came out swinging, man, and he came up young too. And people forget he was a second baseman in the minor leaguers, so he had switched positions, and he was hitting well. He knew, and Boris was in his ear, and that's fine. But you have to make that effort before they get to free agency. And he was also, that was a product of the pandemic as well. Because they had, they had offered him three hundred million, which considered to Xander Bogarts, that's ponying up. Yep. But he was looking to bets, for you mean to bets. Yes, yeah. to bets. But bets was looking for about four hundred million. And the Red Sox were still at that point, market at that point, you know, you could go there. Mm-hmm. And it looked like with the CBA looming, you were able to go there, but they weren't at that time wanting to go there. Yeah, I think I think look at I think Bloom was brought here for a reason. You know what I mean? But and we're gonna go through the history of all this tonight. 617-779-7937. I am armed and ready. I've been writing about this for a long time. You know, I'm going to take a step off of Bogarts just for a minute and kind of play off of what you just said, Coop, okay? The whole reason, the whole fact that they lost Mookie Betts, okay, it all goes back to the failure of the low ball of John Lester. It's the first column I ever wrote in May of 2018 for WEI.com, the low balling of John Lester. Because that... that that terrible first offer that was insulting to Lester and the fact they could never get that thing done and the fact that they had to trade him at the trade deadline to the Oakland A's for, I think it was Cespedes, that, everything that's transpired after that is what brings you to today. Losing Xander Bogarts, having lost Mookie Betts, that single low ball offer, lack of insight for what you had, what you grew in your farm system, as a Boston Red Sox, who had won two World Series for you and had just won one in 2013, come February 2014, they offer him, I think it was like four years, $69 million or $81 million, whatever it was. It wasn't enough. He ended up signing for five years, $157 million. Now, if you offered him five and one ten, you probably would have had him. And this is what the Red Sox don't get. And it predates this ownership group, which has been the best ownership group they've ever had. I'll give you that. Fenway's never been more fun. It's never looked better. You've won four World Series. Thank you for that, okay? But that's their failure. And Mookie Betts is their failure. And Xander Bogarts is their failure. And Xander Bogarts is absolutely high in Bloom's failure. And we're going to get into this, and I'm going to hit the dead horse Rolodex like you've never heard. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to trend, and we're going to hit it. I want your calls on the Red Sox, 617-779-7937. Are you pissed? Back after this. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right, here's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. We'll jump to Monday night. The Pats will be in Arizona against the Cardinals on Monday night football. Uh, You can hear that right here on WEEI. The Patriots today had six players on the injury report. 
three big ones, uh, Trent Brown, Jacoby Myers, and, of course, Isaiah Wynn, who's perennially on the injury report. Off to the NBA, the Celtics are off tonight until Saturday night when they take on the Warriors and NBA Finals rematch tomorrow night. That'll be fun. And the Bruins and the Coyotes are stalled at one, I believe, right now. Tied at one after one period. We'll give you more updates on that. More out of the Dead Horse Rolodex on your Boston Red Sox and the saga surrounding Xander Bogarts after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, welcome back. Sports Radio, WEI. It's WEI Late Night Friday Night. I am Jim Hackett, your host, and we are talking... About your Boston Red Sox and the tragedy that happened and the travesty that happened in losing Xander Bogarts uh, to the San Diego Padres. And I know I've heard some clips and cuts of, uh, you know, pundits like guys like Alex Spear that said the Red Sox are, you know, never going to, would never have gone to $200 million. Well, let me tell you a little story about positioning in a negotiation. Now, so if you're going to put yourself in a corner and wait till, the, till you get to free agency and put a hard number on someone, you're going to lose the player. My question is this, what didn't you see in the 2021 season or the shortened 2020 season or the 2019 season or the World Series winning 2018 season or the playoff seasons in 2016 and 17? What didn't you see from Xander Bogart to, to make a long-term deal back when he wasn't hitting the open market? The text line is flying, 37937. Your call's at 617-779-7937. Are you angry? I'm angry. What I, I put it on Twitter, and I have WEI Hacksaw, the emperor from, from Star Wars. Let the hate flow through you. You got a home here. Hate has a home here tonight because I'm pissed. And I'm, listen to me. The Red Sox should listen. I'm a season ticket holder. I've had season tickets since 1999. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not, it's not that I'm unhappy that you didn't sign Xander Bogarts for 11 years, $280 million, which was silly, entering his 30th year of life on the planet. I've been mad for a couple of years that you haven't gotten this done. Go back to the 1990s. General Manager John Hart of the Cleveland Indians. His whole plan, focus on developing young players. Well, you had that. Devers, Betts, Bogarts, Benintendi. Vasquez, Jackie Bradley Jr., all your guys. Every one of those guys is your guys. Back to John Hart, GM for the Indians in the 1990s. Develop your young players and sign them to long-term contracts before they become eligible for arbitration and free agency. Sounds pretty smart. He signed seven, eight, nine-year contracts back in the 90s. People thought he was crazy. Listen to the guys he signed. Sandy Alomar Jr., Carlos Barrerga. Jim Tomey, Albert Bell. They traded him later, and they unloaded that contract just in the nick of time, by the way. 
Charles Nagy, he was a perennial all-star starter. Kenny Lofton, Omar Vizquel, Manny, before they needed to unload the contract to the Red Sox. Thankfully, the Red Sox were able to strike. But that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's eight guys. Eight guys. And that team, with John Hart at the switch, they won six straight division titles, and they had two World Series appearances. And when Hein Bloom came here in 2019, he took over a canvas that was fully painted. It was beautiful. It was a Da Vinci. It didn't need a thing. All it maybe needed was a new frame and a new place to put it in the house. And all he's done is deconstruct a World Series championship winning team that won 108 ball games that year. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? And where do you put the blame? 617-779-7937. There's lots of blame to go around. It goes to ownership. John Henry, Tom Werner, and that whole gang for A, hiring High and Bloom. And I know why they did it. I knew They knew they couldn't sign Mookie Betts. The, the writing was on the wall back a few years ago. So you bring in a guy who has learned under the tutelage of Andrew Friedman in Tampa Bay, who is the best to do it on a budget. He's had the most success of any small market team to do it on a budget. Okay, we want to pair this back. We want to get some value for bets. Well, let's talk about that. Value for bets. You got Alex Verdugo. I like him. Good player. And he's not in his prime yet either. So there's some upside there. How much? Not so sure. He's, he strikes me as a guy whose ceiling is maybe an all-star game or two. You know, and that's okay. But not a great ball player. A, good, a very good ball player. And clutch. I like the fact that he's clutch. But, you know, Mookie Betts is going to go down as one of the greatest who's ever played. Okay? And your haul for him was Alex Verdugo, Jeter Downs, and Connor Wong. Jeter Downs is a pinch runner. And Connor Wong is a backup catcher. So that's your yield. So that's why High and Bloom was brought in. First, to make a near equitable trade for one of the greatest homegrown assets you've ever developed in your system, Mookie Betts, which is a tragedy and a travesty of its own. But understandable given the public information that we got about Betts and that he wanted to test free agency. Okay, I'll leave that one alone as absurd as it is to leave that one alone. But what about everybody else? Look at who's come and gone. Xander Bogarts this week. You get nothing for him. Andrew Benintendi, what do we get for him? Franchi Cordero and Josh Winkowski. We'll see about Winkowski. But you know, Fran- Franchi Cordero, what are, we, what are we talking about? Oh, no, Winkowski came in the, in the, uh, out. He came in the rent for out. a deal. Yeah, yeah, he's, he, well, no, Winkowski's shipped out anyways. Yeah, man. right. He's gone so too. So, but Franchi Cordero, I mean, I'm trying to think of a bigger bust than Franchi Cordero. I mean, what, like the third Boston album? We got any rock fans out I mean, there? Ru- Rusny Castillo is probably the biggest bust that we've had in a while. That was, well, Rusny Castillo, though, I mean, he's, a, he's a career minor leaguer. Yeah, you know, he he could he could even get he could even get to Fenway for having he, he won seventy like, five he won, million dollars. Uh, Pawtucket's MVP like every single yeah, year. That's what you call a four A player. He fits the suit. Franchi Cordero same way. But I'm trying to think of the bus like Dan and Dave from the uh, 1988 Olympics who were supposed to win every gold in in, in in the field events and they got one bronze in between them. I, I like to use the the third Boston album as a reference, which it took twelve years to make and it didn't even have a hit on it. Anyway, I digress. The point is. Look at the talent that has left this organization since Bloom has been here. Betts, Bogarts, Benintendi, J.D. Martinez, you're going to lose. Now, he came off an off year, but I want to talk about that, too. Why did J.D. Martinez have an off year? Why did Xander Bogarts not have the power 
that he had shown in the past. Same with Devers, too. Why do you think that is? Could it be that you remove Kyle Schwarber from the lineup? Could it be that? Could it be that? Who went to the Philadelphia Phillies, who made the World Series, who broke the record for leadoff uh, home runs, uh, home runs by a leadoff hitter in the National League? Kyle Schwarber, who came in and injected, literally breathed oxygen into the Red Sox in 2021 after the deadline. And even that move is questionable because at that time, they needed help three weeks earlier, not three weeks later, which is what Schwarber gave him because Bloom got him at a value because he was hurt. But they were able to hang on for a little while, and Schwarber did everything right. He was clutch. He gave them the power that they needed, and everyone's power production went up. Look at what J.D. Martinez did in the playoffs with Schwarber in that lineup. And look what he did with Schwarber out of the lineup. It disappeared. Bogarts' power went down. Devers' power went down. J.D.'s power basically disappeared. And Kyle Schwarber, all for the grand sum of four years and $79 million. And where did he go? To Dave Dombrowski and the World Series contending finalist Philadelphia Phillies. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? The worst part of all of this, and I've been saying this about Bloom a couple times since I've taken the mic back in early October, my problem with Haim Bloom, first of all, is this. He shouldn't have been brought in, okay? He's the wrong GM for this team, for the team he inherited, that Dave Dombrowski created, which was a World Series winner that won 108 games. I'll say that all night long. That team, that core of that team was sitting there waiting for him to be added to, and he's completely deconstructed it. So he's the wrong mentality for the team he inherited. He's the wrong mentality and skill set for the team in the city that, that he's working in, which has set a precedent to be a big market, big spending, big-time competing team. He's a bad fit. And if you don't think in those influential years of Heim Bloom's young part of his career, and he's still in the young part of his career, but when he was learning under Andrew Friedman, you don't think that made an impact on him? I think he is hardwired and programmed to think the way that he thinks, and I don't think you can unwire it. The only thing that has helped unwire unwire it is he's understanding now, and I think he has for a year or so, the market that he's in and the demand that the Red Sox cause and the precedent that was set. So what's he doing? He's doing a little bit of the the spending and a lot of bit of the cutting. And he's half pregnant. He doesn't even have the courage of his own convictions. And that's a problem. Look, if you're going to be the way you are and John Henry wants Hyam Bloom to be the way that he is, then be the way you are. Then cut it all down. Cut it all down and stay according to plan. But don't be half pregnant. Don't go sign Trevor's story to the deal that they signed him to. Don't go sign Masataka Yoshida to a five-year contract. Don't go overpay Kenley Jansen. Don't do those things if you're going to be half pregnant about it. If you're going to do those things, then they should have had Xander Bogarts already signed up. That should have happened two years ago. So my point is this. He's the wrong guy who inherited the wrong team in the wrong market, and he doesn't even have courage of his convictions. What are we doing? 617-779-7937. High and Bloom took a fully constructed World Series championship team and has deconstructed it. 
And the impact on this with Xander Bogarts is it's beyond what happens on the ball field in 2023, or what, better said, won't, won't, what won't happen on the ball field in 2023 at the ballpark. Think about the impact that guy's had as a brand ambassador for the Red Sox. He is clearly the most beloved Red Sox. He endeavors. And don't, don't think that the loss of Xander Bogarts isn't going to have an impact on Rafael Devers. Are you kidding me? They were like brothers. And the worst part about that is Bogarts is the older brother. And they treated the older brother like that. So what does the little brother do? He looks, he looks, he listens, he watches, he observes, he feels. And if you don't think that Rafael Devers is hurting right now, <laughs> you got another thing coming. It's going to turn out to be the form of he's going to be more expensive. It's going to cost the Red Sox a whole lot more to keep him around just because he knows that he can he can make more out in free agency. A million percent. It just got worse. It just he's got in the worse. driver's seat. He's in the driver's seat and he's got all the he's got he's got all the chips. He's got all the cards. He's got all the cards. So the Red Sox have done it again. They have this history of boxing themselves in a corner. Look at when you want to win when you want to win a negotiation. It's all about positioning. And positioning is about understanding what you're going up against before you have to go up against it. You know? It's called overcoming objections. If you can anticipate what those are going to be, you get a better shot of handling those objections when they come. So getting yourself into free agency where it's an open market, where every Major League Baseball team has a shot at your player, is putting you at a decisive disadvantage. Now it's just about money. Because if it was close... If it was close, if it was something like 25 a year over seven years, and the Red Sox said, look, we'll give you 25 a year, but it's got to be five with an option. He might have taken that. But when you get yourself to free agency at the baseball winter meetings in December, two months after the season ends, it just takes one deal. And the Red Sox should have anticipated that. They should have anticipated that. And maybe they did, and maybe they don't want them. Maybe they know they missed the market. But it goes back to my question at the top. Why did you miss the market? What is it that you didn't see after the 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21 seasons that didn't want you to make a long-term commitment to this guy? I don't then, get it. And then you have to think back to the trade deadline if you were never interested in him. Then in the move them. Exactly. Right. Then exactly. move them. You moved Christian Vasquez. You helped him get a ring. Right. You got some prospects out of right. it. Right. But it was that weird limbo of he didn't want to say he was a buyer. He didn't want to say he was a seller. And right. he, he was quoted saying that. Coop, half pregnant. Half pregnant. Chaim Bloom can't make up his mind. He is a robot from the, from the Andrew Friedman tree, from the Tampa Bay tree. He is a robot. This is how he thinks. I shop at the value store. I'm going to max out a player as long as I can. I'm going to move him and get the next guy. Okay? So let's talk about that a little bit. If you're going to have that mentality, then do what Coop just said. Trade Bogarts at the deadline. Get something for him. Or if you're going to wait until you're, handy, you're, you're handcuffed with it, going back to Mookie Betts, you got to get more of a yield than Verdugo, Jeter Downs, and Carter Wong. Come on. He's half pregnant. You either have the courage of your convictions and you do what Andrew Friedman taught you to do, which isn't what should be done in this market ever, by the way, or you adapt. 
And this is what I think I'm the most pissed about, is that he didn't adapt. When you come in in 2019 and you're one year removed from a World Series winner and you look at that core, Betts, Bogarts, Benintendi, J.D., Vasquez, Avaldi, Kimbrell, you know, who I have my issues with. Sale, I guess. You can keep him in there. But, I mean, he's, he's as fragile as a, as, a, as a twig. But, you know, love the mentality. Don't love the physicality, you know. But you hear what I'm saying. The core was there. Eduardo Rodriguez, add, add him to the mix, you know. So they have done nothing to capitalize on the assets that they had. They did nothing to build on those assets. And then when they lost them, they got hardly anything back. So what's your grade on High and Bloom? Just look at the math. One year before he came, they were 108 and 54 World Series champions. Last year, they were 78 and 84, and in last place, 21 games out of first, and that was with Xander Bogarts. Fast forward two months. Now you're 78 and 84 in last place, 21 games out looking behind you, and you don't have your shortstop. You don't have your best player. You don't have Xander Bogarts. You don't have the player that all the kids love. All the number two jerseys that you see at Fenway Park. The one name that one of my kids can remember is Xander Bogarts. Well, time to forget that now. Would you, would you say that he should have belonged up next to number nine? No. You, no, don't, no. Think, you don't think Xander should have been a number to retire someday? Well, maybe. I mean, look, you have to see, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, look at he's got two World Series. One, he was, I'll use a Jermaine Wiggins phrase, a passenger on in 13. Hey, he was productive that he year. He hit well. He hit well. He, he, was, he, he was contributed. Yeah, str- struggling at third base. It wasn't his yeah. natural position. But he also ran out of gas because, that, that, you know, that was a, a, a big. That was his debut year. It was his debut year. It was a year of momentum. It was a year that. You know, back in the uh, at the turn of the last century, you know, when the Red Sox were winning World Series from 1912 to 1918, World Series back then were nine games. They weren't they weren't best of seven. They were best of nine. Had that World Series gone nine games, uh, they would have run out of gas. That, uh, you wouldn't see a single pitcher be able to last. A exactly. Nine game I'm, just, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. But like even like you know Koji, they were all running out of gas. You know, but that's fine. It, it went six games, and six games was exactly as far as it could have gone. And, and Xander was a rookie. He was adapting. I and mean, we, we see it with athletes all the time in their rookie years when they make the jump from college or the minors, depending upon the sports of the pros. The point is that since we've seen this guy, he's had all-star level capability. He's been an all-star. He's been a silver slugger. And he's been a great Red Sox. You know? All you got to do is listen to Joe Castiglione. Joe Castiglione talks about him like he's a son. This guy was the face of your franchise. Set the record for most games at shortstop by a Red Sox. 100%. And you let him walk. It, worse than letting him walk. I can forgive letting someone go for 11 years and $280 million when they're nearing 30 years old. I can forgive that. What I can't forgive is that you had enough evidence to sign this guy from the time you saw him when he was 21, 22 years old. After they won the World Series in 18, he was 25 years old. A 10-year contract at $200 million gets him to 35 years old. You've maximized his prime of 28 to 32. If you want to extend it to 27 to 33, go ahead. I'll give you that. You've maximized it, and in that case, you've overpaid him for two years. Big whoop. You know what people forget in that equation? That you might have contended during that time. 617-779-7937. Lines are heating up. Texts are lighting up. Keep them coming. More of Late Night Friday Night with Jim Hackett coming up after this. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, welcome back. Sports Radio, WEEI. Jim Hackett, late night, Friday night. A lot of Red Sox talks. Xander Bogart, 617-779-7937. I want to hear what you think. The text line is lighting up, 37937. I'm going to tell, I want to say something to the 603 texter who is kind of bummed out because I'm not talking about the Celtics and the Bruins. Hey, listen, man, if you want to call up and talk Celtics, your 21-5 Boston Celtics or your Boston Bruins, the 21-3-1 Boston Bruins, I'll talk to that all day long. But you're crazy if you don't think the story right now is the uh, the Red Sox and Xander Bogarts. That's the story. And there's like 80 texts about Bogarts and John Henry and Tom Werner and your one to the Celtics and the Bruins. So I think we're on the right track. You want to call up and cheer me up and talk Celtics and Bruins? I'll do it all, done, all, all night long. The Bruins are tied up right now in the second period, one-to-one. But the story, the story of the week, the story of the end of the week, absolutely, is Xander Bogarts is no longer on your Boston Red Sox. And it's a damn shame. This is homegrown talent. And I've been talking about it the first hour of the show. There are great templates of success in sports. Robert Kraft said it back on March 29th. We talked about it last week. You need to get players through the draft. You need to draft and develop and groom your talent. Well, the Red Sox had done a great job with that. Look at that 2018 World Series winning team. Mookie Betts, homegrown talent. Xander Bogarts, homegrown talent. Andrew Benintendi, homegrown talent. Christian Vasquez, homegrown talent. Matt Barnes, homegrown talent. I mean, come on. You know? And so you get the talent. You work really hard to scout these guys, groom them, bring them up to the minor leagues. The Red Sox own flaws during the Dabrowski era, okay, led them to bring up bets too soon and Bogarts too soon during the Charrington era. And they were superstars. Stars right out of the gate. Jackie Bradley Jr. is another one. You draft these guys. After you scout them, you invest in them in your minor leagues. You groom them, and then you get them right up to their prime, and you let them sign somewhere else? Do what John Hart of the Cleveland Indians did. I'll give you the quote again. The plan focused on developing young players and signing them to long-term contracts before they became eligible for arbitration and free agency. Yeah. Sandy Alomar. Carlos Baerga, Jim Tomey, Albert Bell, Charles Nagy, Kenny Lofton, Omar Vizquel, and your own Manny Ramirez. And you know what all those guys have in common? They're all all-stars. Every single one of them. And so was Bogarts. And so was Betts. And Bradley was a ALS Championship Series MVP. Let's see what Steven Somerville uh, wants to say. He wants to do some sock stock with me. Steve, good evening. Hi. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Oh, so listen, yeah, 
you know, I was so down. Ugh. And then they signed Martin. And then they signed Yo-Yo. And then they signed the closer. And I knew Xander was on the forecast. Yep. You know, and it was like, this is it. We're back, you know. And then all of a sudden, they pulled the, tr- the rug out from under your feet. And... Honestly, I mean, you know, this is the Red Sox. I've I've been with the Red Sox since 1960, if you can believe that. Sure. And it's just devastating because it's become a financial thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. John Henry's got to go. I mean, and you, I, like, you nailed it. The the Indians. When you got a player who's 23, 24 years old. You sign him to a ten-year contract, especially Steve. If you've seen the success, what oh did my God. what didn't they see after the two, Xander Bogarts was twenty-five years old after the two thousand eighteen World Series? Exactly. What didn't what didn't they see? Right, ten years, two hundred thousand, you're done. Done. You know what I mean? Yep. Done. Done. Raphael, do the same thing the next year. It's Whatever, too late. You know? It's too late. Uh, it, it's too it's late. Too They're gonna late, blow that too, Steve. And I got to be honest, I was so excited when they signed uh, the closer. And I'm like, the next day, they're going to sign Bogarts. We're all done. I'm okay. Right now, I want to go to Fenway with a sign that says, I'm done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is, you're talking about a 62 year old, uh, a 62 year fan who is just devastated by what they're doing to this team, you know? I do, Steve. Well, thanks for the call. It is devastating. Steve's right. Steve's right. It is devastating. Xander is a fan favorite of all generations. There's Steve, 62 years old. Okay? Go to, go to the ball game. How many number two jerseys do you see on kids? You see a lot. see a lot. And it's been that way for a while. Such a likable guy. Joe Castiglione talks about him like a grandson. Jerry Remy's favorite guy. Jerry Remy's favorite guy. And, like, I, I remember, like, uh, on Twitter, like, uh, reading Maloney on Twitter one night after a game. You remember when Xander, I think he stole home. Did he steal home and win a game? Like, he did something. Or he took, you think he took an extra base when, like, on a, on a short throw. Like, a really heady play. And it's, like, those things that you can't quantify, you know? John Henry's got his uh, that machine, that computer car mine that like a- analyzes everything. You can't analyze that stuff. What more do you need to see? And there's another thing I want to say about Bogarts too. I've heard a lot about his his defense being pedestrian. He improved defensively this year. He improved in his 29th year on planet Earth. He got better at shortstop. At the end of last year as well in 2021. Yeah, his and it, it like I'm baseball guy right here. Yeah. You look at his war, and for a while, everyone valued Trevor Story yep. as a shortstop more yep. than Xander Bogarts because of that war. Yeah. And last year, Bogarts had a better war than Trevor Story. Trevor Story gets paid by the Red Sox, and you actually have Xander Bogarts saying he wished he would have gotten a deal like that, right. like some type of extension That's it. before the season. That's it. He's, that was the key word. Yeah, I wish. And you're right, wish being the right word. And you know what? And again, before you get to the open market, why are we waiting for them to get to the open market? Here's the other thing, too. If story was your contingency plan, I was down at uh, spring training last year, and that was the rumor and when that signing was getting ready to happen. You know, that was your contingency plan, and the writing was probably on the wall then. But then why make a public, uh, a pub, do all this public theater for the next eight, nine, ten months that Xander's your top priority? And by the way, the only time, the only time the Red Sox season was at all exciting was between May and June when they looked really good. 
And one of the most exciting things was Bogarts at short and Story at second before Story got hurt for 12 weeks or whatever it was, 16 weeks, however long it was. Story at second was exhilarating. So if I'm high in bloom, I'm like, wait a minute, I might have something here. I might have something here. I know Story's a shortstop. He wants to get paid like one. I paid him like one. Time for a big boy conversation. I'm resigning Xander. And every indication you got from all the front office report appearances on WEEI, whether it was Bloom himself or Sam Kennedy or Brian O'Halloran, all of them, they all sang the same song. Xander's our top priority. So this, this brings questions to my mind. Are you A, were you A, insincere about that? And the story signing would lead me to believe that. Or do you not know what you're doing? Did you miss the market that much? I, would, I, I hope you can find the cut, Coop, maybe after we take the, the break at the top of the hour and we come back. Try to find the cut where, I, I can't remember, I think Mego was playing it the other day. It might have been John Heyman, who was saying that he saw Bloom in the, in the hotel lobby at the winter meetings, and he was like, he had a look of shock on his face. He wasn't able to... Julian pl- McWilliams had run into him in the Delta Lounge yeah. at the airport, and he was just like, he looked like a ghost. Right. How, how, how are you surprised by this? How are you surprised by this? You're a major league general manager, and you're surprised that it only took one team to take away your prized asset and overpay? Hey, I got a newsflash for you. You should have done it three years ago. More gripes after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 